great day, amazing human. Welcome to the Empowered In My Skin podcast, where our mission is to help 1 billion people in this world think in more empowering ways. Empower humans, empower humans. So you are in the right spot to become a lead domino for empowerment today. My name is Inke Chi. I'm not only your host, but I am a vibrant optimist obsessed to bring you empowering content with each episode. We will be bringing you content alternating between longer episodes with feature guests and shorter episodes called Empowering Bites, where I'll be joined by my co-host, Gabby Mamone. So if you're ready, let the show begin. Great day, amazing humans. Yes, welcome to the next episode of Empowering Bites. And you know that I'm here with my amazing sister friend who is like such a light in my life and she's a light of this podcast. And her name is Gabby 1B Mamone. Yes, girl, what's up? Thank you. I always love your intros and thank you. Today, today though, is about everyone Everyone listening, uh, because we have a topic that I think and I know that everyone's experienced. Mm, and I'm it's, open it up, Inc. Yeah, it's about it's interesting because Gabby said, um, true story. This is true story. Right. As we were gathering to think about um, um, our first, you know, recording for for today, um, she said that she had an interesting um, experience with her daughter yesterday that she'd actually would like to introduce mm-hmm. into an episode. And so when she shared it with me, I was like, oh, we must go with that. And uh, mm-hmm. and it'll be interesting because we we haven't we haven't navigated this ter- this this territory together. But w- from experience, yeah. I think, is where we open up the conversation. So let's really start off with you sharing the story. But it's really around the theme of rejection and being dismissed and mm-hmm. how we internalize that and how potentially it affects us. So Gabby, please open up the, like set the scene for us. Take yeah, us on the journey. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So my daughter is seven and she was playing online with some of her school friends, approximately a few of them, four or five. And they were playing Roblox. And for those that haven't heard it, it's just a, a game within a game and so they were in kind of one room playing something together the few of them and my understanding is that there's a feature now where the kids can ask for someone on the on that in that game to be voted off but in order for them to be voted off four kids have to say yes when they're asked that question do you want this person to be voted off and my daughter was voted off of the game and that meant that four kids said yes. They booted her off and she wasn't allowed back in that room for X amount of time, I think 30 minutes. But then she, of course, didn't want to go back after that. She was devastated. You can imagine. She's seven-year-old. She's crying. She's just building something. She doesn't know why she was rejected. And I could see her completely, completely devastated. And so... I wanted to talk about that today. I can share what I did, whether it's right or wrong. I mean, there is no wrong. It's just the key here is to help the child deal with rejection. And, and, you know, anyone going through rejection is helping them cope with it. So I love to ask, um, how does she articulate how she, like, what meaning does she give to it? Or how does she feel? Was she able to articulate that? Yeah, how, what happened was she was sitting on the couch when, 
I was in the kitchen and I could see that she started to have silent tears on her face. So she was, her head was down and she had tears going down her face. And then I looked at her and I said, is everything okay? And then she just let it out verbally. She said, they kicked me out of the game. I don't know why they're being mean. Um, You know, this person, so-and-so said this in the chat box before I was kicked out. And my understanding is the kids were building one thing and she was building it a different way, whatever, you know, whatever the truth is there. And so apparently these four kids booted her out, but these are the four kids that she's closest to in her class that she plays with at recess time. And all of a sudden she's rejected. So I went to her and man, she was devastated. She was crying and she said, they're so mean. And now I don't have any friends. And this, this one little situation really blew up to her self-confidence really being diminished and anxiety was through the roof. So my first instinct was, how do you know that they even understood what was happening? Mm -hmm. I said, is it possible that someone maybe started this, but then everybody else had a yes, no question. And then they just chose yes. How do you know that they even understood? Like they're grade seven. Some of them maybe don't even read as well. Like, Mm -hmm. so I said, what if they just didn't know what they were doing? She said, no, that's not true. Cause I was building something that they didn't want me to build. And, and she said, but you're supposed to do what you want to do in the games of building. And so, so I, I said to her, how did it make you feel? And, you know, she shared with me and, and, and I then went into like mama bear mode and I helped her understand her self-worth. And, um, because I think that's one of the most important things when you're dealing with rejection is, is being able for her to be able to see her worth and their, their views on what happened is not indicative of how she should feel about herself. Uh, but she was down. So we went through this whole discussion of validation, but it's also hard to communicate with someone, a child, when they're in that fight or flight mode, when they're crying and upset and nothing I said would matter to her. So I really needed her to calm down before I could address it. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, I did send a, a note to the mums and I simply asked, I said, Alessia's really upset about something that just happened in the game. Are you aware of anything that she did that you think I could coach her on or anything that I should be aware of? So I'm not pointing fingers that they did that because I truthfully don't know either. Like mm-hmm. if third had information and, uh, and the moms confirmed what I just said verbally about this whole building thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I did speak with my daughter in the evening when she had come down, but I'll tell you, it took several hours, mm-hmm. several hours. So I'd like to throw it back to you in terms of how would you have dealt with that situation or what are your thoughts on what you just heard? Yeah, so it, it's interesting because I don't know that it's any different than had adults, right? Like I think there's a little mm-hmm. kid in us, and I think a lot of times the things that happen to us older in life um, are li- are pretty much the feelings or the meaning that we give to it are really um, they're just they're triggering something that already is there, yeah. right? So I think I've, I don't feel so separated from what your daughter experienced, and I think. Um, there's a couple of things I've learned in life and even just with others, like when people receive rejection or feel dismissed, right? Yeah. At the onset, I think it's just about sitting in the mud with them. Yeah. Cause you said it really, I mean, I don't know how well you articulated it so well. Like you actually just needed her to just get through that early phase of rejection. 
right? Yeah. And, and not necessarily course correct or fix, just try to get as much like silence helps letting her cry it out, talk it out. Um, but get all of the things out, actually hear her like at, at yeah. some point or other, it's now saying, Hey, I just want to hear how you're feeling and understand where you're coming from. And then I think you were right. Like, I think at some point or other, we start to put these, we get, we, at, we, we get into an opportunity where, okay, let's, let's really get some perspective on this. Yeah. You know? Um, and I, I, I think as, as a young kid, I wish I knew or had the skill of what's another way that I can look at this. That's way more serving for me. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because the first thing that came to mind is what if it was somebody else and mm. she had to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Right. And, um, and almost playing that back, like, let's just say there was no choice and somebody else of you had to be, and it wasn't going to be you. Yes. You know, what would you do in that type of scenario? The thing about me is that inclusion is really, really important for me. And so typically when there are those kinds of situations, I really am mindful about having people feel included. Mm -hmm. So I would not have been one of the ones that said yes, unless they were belligerent or bullying Mm -hmm. to others or anything like that, right? Mm -hmm. But if it was an innocent situation, no, because I really feel like people need to be lifted and 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 they know their self-worth mm-hmm. when you think like i mean i think about i one of the memories that brought up for me was when you had to pick teams oh yeah and no matter what there's always someone that's going to be it's picked last, last yeah. right yeah. and so it's back to that whole i get include like it, it comes back down to and it's interesting because i'm getting ready mm. to um really put something together around, you know, building um, inclusive workplaces. And I've been giving yeah. a lot of thought about it. And and it really starts with us. Yes. It actually starts with us, right? Like, yes. it's not about the rejection. It's not about the dismissal. It's really about the experience. How was I made to feel? Mm-hmm. What? How much thought and empathy, kindness and compassion. Yes. Was, 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 was was evident yes and understanding to help me in that moment where it's the inevitable right so for example if you take like somebody always has to be picked last imagine if it was a situation where all the kids were laughing mm-hmm. you know and then you're picked last of course you're gonna feel horrible but yes. if it's like one of those situations is like oh my god we want everybody <laughs> and it's like yes. oh my gosh i don't know yes. who this, you know and yeah. you're and everyone's understanding like through it all like oh my god don't feel bad like it's just yeah. it's just working out this way right like there's a there's there's a level of okay they're trying to make me like they're they're honoring that somebody has to go last and it, and it has nothing to do with who i am as a person but more about mm. the luck of the draw of of the situation in the game right Mm. But even so, like, why does someone have to be last in that case where you're taking teams? Why can't you pick two people at once? So there's two people left. Yeah, no, you're right. No, you are. You are right. right. Like, we, could, we have the power to change the last that. two people. Like, yeah, but it, but it softens the blow, right? Like, I remember I was a chair once in a contest, a speaking mm-hmm. contest, and there were four competitors, and typically 
you announce first, second, and third. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was no way that I was going to announce first, second, and third because then that poor fourth place winner would know that they came fourth. Yeah. So yeah. I announced only first and second. Yeah, yeah. Again, like because that's what inclusion is, yeah, right? Now, yeah. maybe I'm mothering, maybe I'm smothering, maybe mm-hmm. I'm, you know, but I, 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 I think that there's a time and place to be able to talk about rejection and identi- yeah. identify yeah. feelings and maybe connect with personal stories, but not in that moment, like off the record, once the teams are chosen yeah. and they've done playing, once the announcements have gone out with first and second place winner, then you can offer the supportive advice, but not in the heat of the moment. Yeah. I no, I, and I totally hear you. I mean, which, I mean, back to the whole, which is why I love, like you think about like the game survivor, right? Like yeah. you, you have to pick your hand in and, and everyone, everyone at the same time reveals what team they're on. Like that's obviously yeah. the most inclusive way yeah. to do it. You know, but I also do say this, right? Like, not everyone can win, you know? So no. so it's about how do we prepare ourselves for the inevitable potential of rejection or dismissal? And I think it really ties back down to self-worth, self-value, which you talked about. Yes. And, and the self-talk that we give ourselves every, that we have this level of conviction about <laughs> who we are, that we realize that the things that are happening in the world around us are not a mm-hmm. reflection of who we are and they don't define us. Yes. That's you know? a very good point. Yeah. yeah, And that, and back to the whole, there's always another way to look at this in a way that serves me. And if I continuously lead from a place of, I am so well supported in this world mm. and everything that's happening to me is, is really happening for my growth, for my yes. benefit. Yes. And, and anchoring on the, 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 what attributes of my self-worth, self-talk, you know, daily habit needs to be true in order for me to be able to continuously, continuously, continuously choose that type of thinking. Yes. Right. And turning that bad experience mm-hmm. into an educational into an, into one. educational experience. Right. And I think that that's the beauty of what your daughter has right now. So my, my thing is imagine if I know you went to the parents, but imagine if she was empowered enough to reach out to them saying, Hey, you know, I don't necessarily, I don't want to feel bad about myself. So really want to understand the decision-making process that went into, you know, exiting me from the game. Mm-hmm. And can we talk about it? Because I yeah. think in this world, we, as much as we hold judgment, we, as much as we, re, re, uh, you know, hate judgment, we hold, we also judge and hold the judgment and hold the opportunity to actually collaborate and commiserate and actually get to understanding of each other a lot better by communicating. Right. So I think yes. in this particular case, and I'm not a mother by any means, but I think what I'd want to empower my child is the ability to have the courage to go back yes. to say, Hey, there was this situation that made me feel this way, but I know I'm not supposed to feel that way because I know all these good things about me are true. Mm-hmm. What I'm interested to know is what was the thought process that went into exiting me from the game? What mm-hmm. can I learn from that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that and feeling so courageous and empowered to be able to, you know, stand up for herself that way. I think that's absolutely beautiful. Really, really beautiful. What ended up happening in the evening when she had calmed down and we had an opportunity to speak to it with level head is basically the importance of being inclusive to others. And I know she knows what it feels like to be left out. And the lesson there is I know that 
she won't be rejecting people or have peer pressure to reject people because she does know how it feels. And, um, you know, the guided conversations with me are important with the family and parents. And, and I had said to her, cause initially she said, I'm just going to tell her that she's mean and she's not my friend anymore. And I said, how about telling her how it made you feel? Mm-hmm. Right. Like instead of pointing fingers and saying she did this, you know, the truth, she booted you out and everybody said yes. But how about you share with her how it made you feel? Because maybe just maybe she will feel bad Mm -hmm. and she will understand that it was not acceptable that Mm -hmm. she did that. But they also have the choice to do that. But you can't let it define you. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So, you know, there's I'm sure there's things that I could have done differently. And after even having this conversation with you, I'm thinking, well, I probably could have said this or did that, but the reality is, is, you know, that's the not goal. how it happened. Yeah. Yeah. But there's still more, but there's still more opportunity. Yeah. Right. Right. And I yeah. think it's, I think the bottom line and, and the whole premise for empowered in my skin is empowering the next moment, you know? Yes. And so how do we, and that's why I continue. That's why I actually said what, what, what needs to be real, what habits and tactics and, um, do we need to have ready at hand so we can continue continuously choose the most the most serving the most empowering next step right and so mm. and i think in this particular case i like that you're saying is 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 empowering her with with the with the needed like with just permission to go yes. and get to clarity yes yeah yeah absolutely and to share how she truly felt because yes. she's entitled to how she felt, you know? Yes. And maintain her, her self-esteem and confidence. Yeah. So she said today she didn't want to play the game. I said, no problem. After I'm done recording a podcast, we'll paint. And she's like, okay. okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for bringing up that topic. I think, uh, I think it's something for all of us as adults, um, doesn't matter what age, you know, um, rejection, dismissal is just, it is, a sad part of life. Right. And, Mm -hmm. um, and it's not that it doesn't happen to us. It's, it's the meaning that we choose to give it and how can we always choose a more empowering serving, um, vantage point to move from. Mm, I love that. What a beautiful conversation. Thank you for allowing me to share the story. I love it. I love it. And this is where we say we're out. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. There you have it. I trust you are feeling more empowered in your skin. As the late Dr. Maya Angelou said, when you get, you give, when you learn, you teach. So it would mean so much for us at EIMS if you would share this episode and tag us or teach an insight that you took from today's episode on your socials and tag us. Feel free to leave us a review over at iTunes and follow us on social media at Empowered in My Skin. Finally, remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. See you soon.